0: Hi, I'm Christine, and welcome to the 5'5 and Growing Podcast, a podcast where I dig deep, do some difficult self-reflection, try to learn from my past, all the while trying to become the woman I want to be, whoever she is. I haven't figured that out yet, hence the podcast. So please join me on this new journey of discovery and hopefully growth. Figuratively, of course, I'm 5'5 tall, that doesn't mean I still can't grow. Welcome to the Five Foot Five and Growing Podcast. Hi, this is Christine and this is my first podcast. Welcome. I started this podcast as a way to kind of voice my opinions about myself. Sounds odd, I know, but I was trying to figure out a way to express myself. I like to write, but I felt like that wasn't truly the best way to just to describe how I was feeling and the things I've been going through. And I thought, since I listen to podcasts, I might be able to talk my way through some of the things that I've been going through. I turned 40 in exactly 10 days of this recording. Today is August 5th. I turned 40 on August 15th. That's a really big deal. And I've been a little bit uh, freaking out about it. Uh, A lot of my friends were all the same age or roundabout, give or take a year. So I've had some friends turn 40 already. I've had some friends turn 40 last year. And it seems like they all kind of have their lives on the right track, so to speak. You know, family, kids, houses, lake houses for a few of my friends. Um, I'm just not that person. Um... It's been a it's been a difficult road to get to 40 if you would have asked me at 35 would I have made it to 40 I probably would have told you no 36 as well maybe 37 honestly if I make it to 40 next week I will be really proud of myself because there were some very dark times when I didn't think I was gonna make it and Lord willing I will This is my free way of trying to fix myself or heal thyself, so to speak. So let me tell you a little bit about myself. Uh, As you know, I'm almost 40. Uh, I'm the youngest of four kids. And uh, my parents were married for 30 years before my dad's sudden death uh, back in 2003. Um, It's been a difficult road. My brother passed away a few years ago, and it's just me and moms. Uh, my two older siblings don't uh, live here, live here in New York. Uh, they live down south, so I don't see them very much. But um, me and my mom and my brother's son all live together in central New York for the time being. It's supposed to be temporary, but that was three years ago. More on that later. This podcast is going to be my therapy. A way for me to kind of show my work, so to speak. A way to try to understand why I do what I've do, why I've done what I, why what I've done, sorry, and try to become the person that I really want to be. I haven't gotten there yet. I know a lot of people struggle life kicks us all in the ass uh some more than others some better than others life has body slammed me threw me off the ring through a table uh andre the giant slam leg slam it's been a lot but through it all somehow i've managed to keep my sense of humor keep my love for my family and my friends and um, I still have hope I'm I'm like Andy Dufresne from Shawshank Redemption I still have a little bit of hope and I'm hoping that I can find my way through the four football fields of poo to make it clean on the other side and maybe just maybe in some small little beach town I'll have a red walking towards me with a big giant smile on his face in the form of a boyfriend. But more on that later. So, I want to express myself, or I want to express some things that are going through my head lately. Dealing with turning 40. I think we all saw the movie This Is 40 with Paul Rudd, made by Judd Apatow. I thought that movie was hilarious, but I was 30- seven at the time when that came out give or take a few months minus the wife and kids and the struggling business I thought it was kind of apropos I thought it kind of fit with people kind of struggling with that midlife crisis now that I'm about to turn 40 I don't see it at all I don't see how it parallels with my life at all I don't have a wife I don't have a husband I don't have kids. I do have a cat, though, so I guess that's one way of thinking about it. Technically, it's my nephew's cat, but he's kind of like both of ours. Anywho, 40 is a really big deal to me, and I think it's because I don't feel 40. You know, sometimes you look in the mirror, you see a gray hair, and you think, oh, wow, I'm getting older. Okay, the signs are there, but then there's other times when I'm like, I am grossly immature to really be claiming 40 like really i mean am I a derelict no am i homeless yeah could have been but i just don't feel like i'm as mature as my friends are maybe because i don't have the same set of responsibilities probably so i keep telling people i don't have kids because i can barely take care of myself well and once i figure that out Maybe I can take care of a kid. Maybe not my own kid. Maybe somebody else's kid that they gave up. Maybe. I don't know. 40 is a big deal to me. Uh, To go a little dark. uh, There was a time a few years ago after my brother died. uh, Suddenly. Me and my brother were really close. He was 42. Let me say that again. He was 42. In about six weeks from 40, turning 43, and he died suddenly, just like my dad. Both in ways that could have been avoided, so to speak. Uh, my pops had a stroke, uh, and my brother was diabetic. Now, the reason why I'm freaking out at 40 is because I have high blood pressure, and I just found out I'm diabetic can we say double whammy so not only am i staying with moms i have the thing that killed my dad and i have the same thing that killed my brother that doesn't make me feel very good on the bright side moms is 69 she's gonna outlive us all and i am pretty sure i'm right she thinks I'm joking but I'm dead serious not a nary health ailment (laughs) she's the lucky one or blessed as she would say but like I said the reason 40 is a big deal to me is because my pops was 52 when he died he just retired the year before my brother was 42 and it was gonna be a grandpa and he wanted to de- decorate the baby's room and all Hello Kitty because he, like myself, was equally as childish. And I miss it. I miss it dearly. But when he passed away in uh, July 2014, my life took a tumble. And it wasn't one of those like sudden tumbles, it was like one of those ones where you're walking along and you trip over something that you don't even see and the next thing you know you try to catch yourself and then catching yourself you only make it worse yeah that was most of 2014 2015 and half of 2016 for me it was dark it was it was it was very it was very very dark I've come out on the other side of that. Thank God. But I still haven't gotten to where I feel comfortable or where I feel a ton better. Um, It's not dark. It's kind of like just before dawn where you can kind of see, but the sun's not up quite yet. That's where I am in my life. The sun's not quite up yet. And I'm trying to get to where the sun is shining bright, like a diamond. Shout out to Rihanna. So I had this big plan. I was going to start the year off workout. My goal was to lose a hundred pounds. I was going to plan this lovely beach vacation for my birthday with me and my, my closest friends, if possible. Side note, it's really difficult to plan a birthday that's in the middle of August because 85% of my friends are teachers or in the teaching field. So they're either back at school teaching or they're just about to go back to school and it's the last little vacation time they have left to spend with their families. So it was really difficult. So I was only, the list was very short, but I really had a lovely plan in my head. To go to some beach and have a fantastic 40th birthday that didn't work out because I had developed a hernia that needed surgery and I'm currently two weeks from having my surgery post-op so no beach 40th birthday for me I'll be home still recovering when I turn 40 next week but my plan To work out and get my money straight and do all these things. It never really panned out because I kept getting deterred or obstacles would pop up. Self-inflicted at times. And I would just start back over. I would lose a few pounds and something would happen and I'd drown my sorrows in chicken wings. Chicken wings are the best things on the whole damn planet. I know Donkey from Shrek said parfaits are the best thing on the whole damn planet. He was wrong. Wings are the best thing on the whole damn planet. It's wings over everything. I will take wings every day of the week. If you paid me, even if you didn't pay me, I would eat wings all the time. It's wings over everything. I'm making t-shirts. Anywho. They're my comfort food. They're my happy food. They're my Super Bowl food. They're my I had a bad day at work food. They are my family's getting on my nerves food. They are the Swiss Army knife of self comfort food levels. Wings. Wings and fries, actually. Not just wings. You gotta have fries. It's a combination. It's peanut butter and jelly for me. Wings are serious. It's a love language there are times when I would derail myself on purpose I'm a really good self sabotager I don't know why I don't know why I don't know why I'm gonna keep saying that I don't know why if I could figure out why I sabotage myself that would be a really really good start I don't know if it's because I reward myself with food. So if I lose five pounds, I think I need to reward myself with wings. I don't know. I don't know if I just can't handle the pressure of maintaining progress over X amount of days or weeks. I'm not sure. But that's one of my issues I need to work on. So let me just write that down. Self-sabotage. We'll come back to you. Another reason why 40 has me kind of freaked out is because I'm really not where I want to be in my life and it seems like all of my friends are and I'm happy for them. I got friends that bought a lake house and they are just living it up and I am happy for them. I got friends trying to buy their first house. I got friends that travel all over the world for work and for pleasure. Couldn't be happier. Friends with businesses, meeting famous people, fan frickin' tastic. But I'm chilling at the crib with moms. You know what I'm saying? It's real hard to have a boost in your self-esteem and I grant it. Trying to recoup, trying to recover. When I lived in Atlanta a few years ago, the dark period. Things things got dark. And I tried my damnedest. I went into a ton of debt. Trying not to have to come back. To Syracuse. Unfortunately. It didn't work out. And I'm still trying to fix that. So. Turning 40. And still fixing stuff from 4 or 5 years ago. It, it, it's a It's a weight. It's a weight that's hard to carry around. On top of the weight. That I already have. Which brings me to. Reason number three why turning 40 has freaked me out. Remember I said wings over everything, right? Well, when wings over er everything is your mantra, your motto, it tends to show on the outside. So wings are my favorite thing in the world, but unfortunately, fried chicken dipped in sauces and dressings with fried potatoes doesn't do well for the figure. You know what I'm saying? So, in addition to the two new health problems plus the hernia, I could stand to probably lose 140 pounds? 50? Probably a buck 50. I should tell you how much I weigh. I'm not proud of it. I'm not proud of it at all. Actually, it makes me quite sad most days. But that is one of my big things about turning 40. I really wanted to not weigh what I currently weigh. Now, Granted, I had surgery two weeks ago. I weighed myself the morning of my surgery. And I've weighed myself a week later. And then I weighed myself this morning. I'm still less. I've lost a few pounds since my surgery. So I'm taking that as a win. I'm just hoping to keep that and keep that momentum going throughout the last five months of 2019 so I could coast into 2020 significantly less weight because I know this weight is literally and figuratively weighing me down so we got health issues, we got weight problems and I don't feel like I'm Up there with my friends now it's not a situation where it's keeping up with the Joneses so to speak it's just being able to do stuff you know when you're trying to live in the moment but you're still trying to fix the past mistakes it's really hard to make future plans and I would like to have a future I would like to go on vacation and throw something on a credit card or Save up for a house or any of those things, but I don't feel like I can because I'm paying for current life and still paying on the debts I occurred or incurred uh, when I lived in Georgia a few years ago. The other part of this podcast that I'd like to explore is as much as I honestly could talk about myself forever i like to talk to other people who are also kind of kind of trying to work out their issues and trying to grow so i'm hoping to get some friends that might be on a different level where i am or a different demographic maybe in the same age bracket but maybe has a kid maybe a single mother maybe you know a friend that's married who's you know still trying to cope with life as a couple with kids just different perspectives uh, in college I had a world civilization teacher who was super super cool one of the assignments that he gave us or a project that he gave us was uh, we had to figure out a way to show how we learned from other people me one I waited till last minute to do it but I love quotes I collect quotes I have a lot of them memorized I have a lot of them saved in my phone and on my laptop and in my old computer that I refused to get rid of from 2003 I feel like other people's experiences can teach us a lot more and can teach us quicker than trying to learn it on our own he told us we had to figure that out we had to make an assignment and present it to the class so I made a book of quotes a bible so to speak and it had cutouts with different fonts and a composition notebook of all these famous quotes from famous people or not so famous quotes but just really positive or thought-provoking quotes because like I said what better way to learn is to learn from someone else who's done it before i think i got a b plus on that project no i think i got a b minus i definitely got a b b minus he thought it was creative and he liked my approach to it and the fact that i put it in a composition notebook kind of gave it a different feel to it it wasn't like a typical project with you know the poster board and all that I tried to make it a little bit different. So with that, that's what I'm hoping to gain by putting other people or interviewing other people for the podcast. is to try to learn something from them. We can all learn from each other. Rich, poor, black, white, young, old. I think there's an abundance of knowledge that's floating around. Especially people who have been through some things. One of the people I really want to interview that I know she won't do it it's my mom she has seen some things she's buried a husband and a son both her parents she's one of 17 kids I mean she's cleaned houses for white people It's like she describes it back in the late 60s uh, she's cleaned uh, cloth diapers in a diaper factory before she was a crossing guard She was a female garbage man back when I was an infant in Detroit. She's done a lot of cool things, and she's seen a lot, and she's been through a lot. And I would really like to ask her some questions to kind of learn from her, and from for the world to kind of learn from her too. You know, having kids at an early age, not you know, not graduating from high school. Let me tell you when she got her g e d when I was in high school, I don't think I've ever been prouder. Actually, the story of her going back to school was my uh, was my college application letter for the University of Michigan. We had to write about the person we admire most. I thought it was pretty good got me into actually I used it for Michigan and Cordell. Got me into an Ivy League school. and one of the best schools in the country. Thanks mom. So on this journey. You're going to hear a lot about my family. A lot about my friends. I may change some names to protect the innocent. Uh, You're going to hear a lot about me. Little anecdotes. Stories. Things I'm trying to work through. Things I'm trying to grapple with. Trying to understand who I am and I'm trying to become the person I've always wanted to be when I was a little kid I was really good at athletics like you show me a sport I can figure it out and do it quickly and do it well I was playing football with my brother I was better than he was I played basketball I was better than he was I was faster than he was the only thing he had on me he was taller than me and stronger but I love sports sports are one of my favorite things on earth besides wings it is wings over everything I can't stress that enough but sports is 1a if wings are first sports is second or close a very 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 close second I was I, I loved sports I had a really great arm or have uh, I could run I could hit the ball catch I could do it all I thought when I was nine I thought I was going to be the first female NFL quarterback and I'd be a millionaire and go to the Super Bowl I also didn't think I'd grow up to be five foot five so there goes that dream but i really didn't i really thought i'd be a pro athlete the wnba wasn't created then i just thought i'd be an nfl athlete and marry a fellow athlete and we'd have athlete kids and it would be fantastic i also thought i was going to open up a chain of french toast and pork chop restaurants so you can see as a child i was pretty idealistic But it'll catch on. I'm telling you, it's going to catch on. Once I get the money straight, I'm opening up a little shack restaurant, French toast, and pork chops. Don't hate until you try it. Roscoe can have his chicken and waffles. French toast, pork chops. You heard it here first. But anywho, I thought I was going to have this life of an athlete in sports. And somehow that got derailed. Actually, not somehow. I blew out my knee in seventh grade. Never quite was the same. Still could play softball at a high level. But couldn't play basketball at a high level. It's really odd. Or at least. Well. That's a story for another day. So now that I'm turning 40. And my body isn't what it used to be. Um, there's an athlete in there. I know she's in there trapped. Suffocated. But she, she's in there. And I would like her to get out of there. And to flourish. You know. I can't play in the WNBA I can't be a quarterback but I could do other active things with my body to channel all my energy into like I did as a kid I don't have anything like that right now and I think that's part of the reason why I struggle with sleep and a few other things and well obviously my weight if I worked out more or just played more I probably could knock some of this weight down. But that's not all. I would like to become all the things I wanted to be as a kid. Like I was a tomboy. And I hate, hate that phrase. But there's no other way of describing it. My mom still calls me that. Even though I hate it. She still calls me that. She still tells people that. You know, you don't like dresses for twenty some odd years and you just get branded to be a tomboy forever. But um I technically I guess I am. Uh although I do like wearing dresses now. It took a while, but I I got there. But I would like to do something career wise that encompasses my love of sports. Sports agent, sports management. I could, I would love to be an NFL scout. That would be great. Or a high school or a football recruiter. Any of those things. To figure out a way to do that. That's on the list. Figure out a life in sports. Coach. You know, I could probably coach softball or basketball. Really, I don't know, but that's one of the things I need to figure out. I went to college to go into business for myself, to own my own restaurant. But uh, have you ever taken a statistics course or microeconomics? It's really freaking hard. Really freaking hard. And I didn't do well. So I switched my major to history. And that worked out until I didn't want to be a teacher anymore. So for 18 some odd years after walking across the stage, I still don't know what I wanna be when I grow up. I just know I don't wanna work for somebody else anymore. And that's the other part of turning 40, is realizing that you're 40 years old and you know, you're supposed to retire at 65 and I still don't know what I wanna do as a career at 40. And I know I'm not the only one and I know it's not rare. I'm probably the norm. It just doesn't feel like I'm the norm when it comes to my friend group. You know, they they have their career paths or they've gone back to school and switched gears and friends that, you know, went through their own dark times and then went to law school, went to Duke law school nonetheless. And they're kicking butt. You know, I've friends who had kids early and were single parents and back back to school. And now they're directors at hospitals. You know, it's just it's beautiful to see. But sometimes you think to yourself, Why can't you do that, Christine? Why can't you go back to school in a couple of years time? You could be X, Y, and Z. I don't know. I have to figure that out still. Figure out what I wanna do figure out who I want to be I was so sure of it as a kid you couldn't really tell me anything I didn't lack confidence in what I could do as a kid I lacked confidence in who I could be because I got teased so much about being a tomboy or I got made fun of because I didn't like wearing dresses and when I did wear dresses I kind of forgot I was wearing a dress and still played with the boys with my stockings with a run all the way up the back and sweating out my dresses because I wanted to play tag or basketball in the bottom of the church while my mom was upstairs in a meeting or something. Or my mom. I love her but you know she didn't help with the whole self-esteem bit when it came to how i looked or how i presented to the world still doesn't actually but like i said story for another day so i'm hoping to work through this stuff kind of air out some grievances kind of figure out where i wrong where i went wrong Why did I take that wrong turn at Albuquerque? Shout out to Bugs Bunny. It's not easy trying to look inward. You know, people think that you're self-centered or selfish. And I guess in a way I kind of am, but I'll say this a lot. I'm trying not to dive deep into it because it's the first podcast but there's been some really dark dark days midnight black dark days and to come out of that it it really does take a lot of introspection it takes a lot of self awareness it takes a lot of really looking at yourself why did I do this how did I do this? Why do you keep doing this? Oh my gosh! why are you doing this again? It takes a lot, and I wish I had a job that I could pour myself into and kind of ignore my life, but i I don't. I have a job where I could pour myself into it, but it's not one of those things where I could be so busy that I forget about me my job because it's so tedious and at times monotonous because I work with money and finance I can tune it's a weird it's a weird weird way my brain works I can see the screen and punch in numbers and do that stuff without quote-unquote thinking and that gives me enough time to in my head analyze things some of the biggest reports that I've had to work through and and uh calculate and such I have come up with some of the best ideas and some of those same big reports that I've had to run through at the end of the month for finance I've had full-on panic attacks it's the weirdest thing in the world but my job allows my brain to think about itself and Sucks sometimes. I wish I could just dive into work and just be busy, 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 and not have a second to think about my weight or the fact that I'm single at 40 with no prospects. The fact that I don't have kids and some of my health issues that I haven't gone into detail about may cause me not to have be able to have kids it's a lot man it's a lot it's a lot on my plate so to speak they say life is what you make it i've made mine into a tangled web of things and i'm trying to untangle it you know you know you got that that big extension cord that you keep in your basement and you think you wrapped it up nicely the last time you used it. It turns out you really didn't. So you got one end and you got it started. But then you realize that it's in a knot. But it's not in an easily fixable knot. And you're pulling and you're, you're pushing one side. And you're trying to pull. But then you realize you got the wrong cord. And then you pull another way. And then you pull another way. And you pull. And then it gets more tangled. And then you think you got it. But you run into another. That's my life in a nutshell just trying to untangle the cord of it all so I can function at my best levels because right now I'm at like a four I should be like at a smooth eight or at least I think I should be maybe I'm wrong maybe I'm looking at this whole 40 year old thing All wrong. Maybe I'm putting too much pressure on myself. I don't know. It's something to explore. I just know that I can be better. I should be better. I want to be better. Not for my mom or my nephew or for my friends, but for me. I want to be better for me. I want to sleep at night knowing. You know my bank accounts okay I think somebody said success is putting all your bills on auto pay and not being worried I I don't know who it was Jamel Hill I I don't know but that that right there is a very small thing in the grand scheme of things but to somebody who's been robbing Peter to pay Paul for so long to set up your bills on auto pay and just let it go and you know there's enough money to cover all of it, you wouldn't be able to tell me nothing if I got to that point. Nothing at all. But I should be there. At least I feel like I should be there. Right? Maybe I you know, like I said, I don't know. I don't know if that's too much pressure, but that's 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 where I'm at. That is where I'm at. And hopefully, a year from now, I'll be on a beach somewhere with my toes in the sand and a fruity drink with a little umbrella and maybe somebody special sitting next to me working on their tan. Who knows? But this year, this year, I will be home recovering from a surgery And with this free time, I'm hoping to look inward to try to fix some things, to try to work through some things. Time is not on our side. I know for damn sure for me, it's not on my side. Losing a pop and a brother so young and so sudden, you would have thought that would have changed me and I would have turned my life around, but i just dove into a deeper depression and it was like i said it was dark d-a-r-k dark dark but i'm better now i'm better now not dwelling on it i'm better and i need to keep getting better continuously getting better that's the goal that's what i'm aiming for and that's where i'm trying to get to continuous growth that's why I need my podcast 5 for the 5 and growing I'm trying to grow and I hope you all will grow along with me I like to end my podcast with a little bit of a quote of the day every podcast I'll hit a quote something that leaves you with to think about today's quote it takes courage to grow up and become who you really are that is from the american poet e. e. cummings peace take care of yourselves drink your water think about your life it hurts but it's worth it keep growing